Good morning. Welcome to Hey Ref Podcast. This is Fred Johnson, Hey Ref. This is the official start of a basketball season and the start of the football playoffs. One of the most exciting parts of the year where you have football games going on, the playoff games, and then the start of high school basketball. Let's try our best to hit the ground running this year. Just like the start of every season, we need to set the tone by being ready. It's something about basketball that's a little bit more emphasis placed on the start of the season than any other sport. Maybe because of the closeness, maybe because people have gotten cold, they're on the inside now, they'll be excited about getting the season start. I know every single year uh, we have fights and we want to make sure that we are ready to go as soon as the season kicks off. Uh, be excited about being out, being out there, uh, be on alert, and a lot of times because we get caught with our, behind our back and before we know it there's a fight on the courts. So let's make sure we stay very alert, especially early part of the season. The basketball part one test is up this week. You have until Sunday uh, to take it. Uh, I recommend that you take the first part of the test. You can take it twice. Take the first part of the test without the rule book just to kind of see what you know. It's important for us to be well versed about the rules and we can definitely get the job done if we know if we know the rules. And it's important. Uh, we have a lot of time people just feel like a practice test is not worth its weight and go, but I guarantee you that it is because sometimes you go and you start taking the test, you'll begin to see what you don't know. And every time I read the rule book, every time I take a test, there's something I probably know that's been put in the back of my mind and all the years I've been officiating, but it makes it fresh and then it brings it back to remembrance of some of the things uh, that we, we need to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this part one test uh, to see those individuals who take the test to you know express their interest in the game. You know, it's amazing if you don't take the test, it kind of gives me the idea that you're really not concerned about basketball. And I say time and time again to the players and the coaches of this sport, they, every game to them is like the uh, finals. So it's important for us as referees to be prepared every time we hit the court to be prepared to officiate the basketball game. And one part of that, very important part of that, is knowing the rules. Another important thing is being physically in shape in order to get up and down the court. I know there's sometimes there's some teams that still run a slow version of the basketball game, but for the most part, they're up and down the court. Uh, the thing about those kids is they're going to stay the same age uh, regardless because they're high school kids. And every year we get older and older, so I, our job is to get physically uh, able to officiate a game that with the athletes in today's time, or you know, they can jump and they can run, they can do those things. Okay, let's talk assignments again, especially for those who didn't get a chance to make of the big meeting. I published the schedule through Thanksgiving, and we've had several cancellations, and which is you know par for the course. Most of the time, your schedule change, uh, and you have some closed dates that comes prior or after. I published the schedule before the schedule was even published. But most of the cancellation this year was because of officials who already had ball games. And I realize you are an independent contractor and you can decide where and when you work. I'm a big fan of that. In fact, I encourage, you know, the the more work you can do, the better job you're going to be. At, going to be. However, if you already have accepted a game from another association, uh, from another signer, I think the least thing you can do is close that date out. Uh, on Arbiter Sports. Now, I'm the only assigner in North Mississippi area, especially uh, using Arbiter Sport as the signing agent, so there won't be any conflict if you just close those dates out. One of the worst things an official can do is accept a game from another association and then get a game from another group 
and then pick the ones that they think in their best their best interest. And that's a pet peeve of an assigner. And I think it's one of the worst things an official can do is to have that kind of attitude. When you accept a game, regardless of what the situation is, then you should be honored to officiate that game. And if you get another game, then you shouldn't get another game if you close the dates out like, like we should. Uh, so, th therefore, moving forward, I encourage you to work. I have no problem with you working. It is what it is. You're independent the contract, as we stated before. But when you do get a game from another group, go on and close that date out. You go to Arbiter Sports and close it out. And that would allow other officials the opportunity uh, to work some games as well. And that's why I encourage you to go out and, you know, work as much as you can because the more you work, the better you're going to become as an official. There's a lot of officials accepting games on their cell phone. When you accept a game on your cell phone, I think you accept it on one screen, it'll advance to another screen. So make sure you finish the process because I'm getting a lot of notifications back that don't know whether you accept it or you decline. So let's make sure at some point before the game, go in within a matter of two or three days and look on the computer to see that you have the game. And if you don't have it, then go in and accept it. That makes it a lot easier for us. One of the things I encourage you to do early part of the season is to contact your partner contact the school. We have a lot of games are being changed because of football playoff and other reasons. So make sure when you go in and you have a game on a certain day before you uh, invest in it and make the travel thing, call your partner and make sure everybody is on the same page. And then when you have multiple games, we're talking about cancellation now. When you have multiple games and you get a notification that your game has been canceled or changed, be sure you look at that particular game because it may be a one game situation or sometimes it may be multiple, multiple games that may be canceled. So be sure you take a look at that and you won't be a no-show at a game that's actually being played. And anytime you have a change in your schedule, you have to go back in and re-accept the game because we want to make sure you have accepted the change. The fees will be posted on Dragonfly. The fees on Arbiter Sports on your actual schedule. I'm trying my best to get all those eliminated so you won't be confused. The fees are all going to be posted on your game in Dragonfly. If those fees are not there, uh, at least by the day of the game, please give me a text and I'll definitely go in and update those fees. When you arrive at the site, make sure you get with the game manager. That's one of the most important things we can do. I think the state instituted a couple of years ago, if you don't have a game manager's meeting, then the schools will be fined $100 on the first occurrence. I'm not sure exactly what happened after that, but make sure you have a game manager meeting. We've had some game managers encourage uh, you to meet because they evidently may have been fined before or they know that they're supposed to have that meeting. And be sure the game manager is at the meeting with the coaches of both teams and also other officials. We don't want to have officials where just a referee shows up at the game manager's meeting. We want everybody to be introduced so they'll know who they are. And sometimes they may have a question or some scenario they may be able to add to the game manager's meeting. So let's make sure we be there. This particular year, we need to have some conversation with the scores. You know, there have been some rule changes that may affect the score. So we this year, uh, instead of the bonus uh, on the seventh foul, it's been moved to the fifth foul. And there's two shots. We don't have the one and one anymore. Be sure you had a conversation with the scores. A lot of scores who've been doing it for years may not understand that, understand the rule. And then at the same time, get with the timer and make sure the timer don't put any more than five fouls uh, on there and then you know before you get to that point though after you have a chance to meet your crew or maybe you travel together whatever the case may be talk about the new rule the new uh, 
four points uh, in the front court and he talk about uh, those kind of things and make sure we understand that we're all on the same page. And then doing warm up, let's observe jewelry on the players, uh, rule book on how uh, and what they can and what they can't wear. You know, there are restrictions on headbands, there are restrictions on uh, wristbands, there are restrictions on all kinds of things. So make sure you understand all of that actually before the game starts. This is the moment where you actually manage the game and make sure that we don't have to make a decision about a player coming in the game that has on something illegal. And if we can get that done, then I think we'll be a long way uh, getting started. You know, this year the home team must wear white. I'm still waiting on an actual interpretation from the state as to how we're going to handle that, and I'll be posting that as soon as I get it to make sure we all understand that. Uh, we did have at our secretary's meeting, we did decide that the home team must wear white. Now that we know that there's a restriction that they wear something different, uh, then we may have to go back and make a decision on that, but I'm waiting on the state to give us an interpretation as to how we should handle that. When you start the course of the game, this year we definitely need to start out tough. We need to start out strict, especially on two areas. And one area is hand checking. We know the rule on hand checking. Let's understand the rule. And if we can start the game out of being strict on hand checking, it would help us definitely toward the end of the game. <clears throat> it's been a point of emphasis for the, a year's rough play. We need to make sure that in high school our kids are safe. We can't treat it like college where there's advantage, disadvantage. A foul is a foul. We need to make sure that we understand that. And uh, if the kids want to foul all night and shoot free throws all night, we got to be good with that. But our purpose is to control the game and make sure that each team has a chance to win and let game management do their job you do yours uh, an example when you have a, a situation where somebody may or uh, you have to eject someone make sure game management handles that there's a way to go to game management and get them to, to address a situation we hope that they will be proactive maybe one of the good things you can say in your game managers meeting uh, when you're talking to the game managers ask them to be proactive because most of the time, it's the same people. It's the same fans. They know who they are. They know who their kids are. So let's make sure when we talk to them in the game manager's meeting that we ask them to be proactive when situations come that we don't have to address it. Because most of the time, when we have to address it, people don't really like what it is. And then if there's a situation, make sure the situation is resolved. Stop play. Make sure the situation is resolved before you resume play. Some other little tidbits that I want to make sure we understand and make sure we get out there. If your partner... Uh, contacts you prior to the game, please respond. We have situations where officials try to get in touch with their partner just for general information. Just make sure you respond when they contact you. If the signer contact you, please respond. You never know what's going on. There may be some important information you may need for that particular game. So do the best you can. I think a lot of time if you check your phone through text message, through email, all the different kinds of social media, there's definitely ways you can respond. If you assign a game and uh, add it to your schedule, uh, don't hard the game. You know, get with this signer. Let them know if you have a process you got to go through in order to get permission uh, to officiate the game or to accept the game. Take base with your signer to say, "Hey, I got the game. I get you. I get back with you as quick as I can." Because we don't really sit around and wait on somebody to accept games. We have to get games filled, and we don't want to wait till the last minute. There's a whole lot of factors go into assigning a game because, you know, there's a scratch list, there's an availability list, and there's also a, a situation where can an official actually handle the game. And then one of the things that really, really help, if you're not available to take phone calls or take text messages during the day, let their signer know, and we won't waste our time trying to get in touch with you to officiate a game. 
one of the most important things you can do is be on time. I know there's sometimes there's situations that arise if you know that you're going to be late for a game, and if you can't, if you're going to be really, really late, then definitely call the insider and maybe get out of the game. But if it's just a matter of coincidence or an occurrence, uh, be sure you contact your partner, let the partner know, or text your insider and let the insider get in touch with somebody that says you're going to be late. Our goal is to be there at least 30 minutes prior to the game, so give a chance to have a great pregame and we get dressed and we can be on the court. 15 minutes uh, before the game start. It's important that we leave the floor together and if we can't possibly leave the arena or the gym together, it's always you know good when we are together as a crew and you know it's less uh, hackling for the pain and then except we, we're a team and we're a team until uh, the game ends and actually until we get in our car and leave. Uh, I suggest when you go in, now, a lot of times there are schools who may uh, have a situation where they may provide refreshments if they do, then that's great. They're not mandatory that they do that. We actually encourage that they do. But when you go in there, we want to make sure that we leave the facility that we dressed in better than it was when we uh, arrived. And that means that you may have to pick up and clean up a little bit. We just don't want to get the blame for something that may be there that you know that you didn't leave. And then last but not least, have fun. Be approachable. The game is not about you. It's about the kids. And if we can get that done, I think we're in for a great season. This is Fred Johnson with Hey Ref. I'll be doing the podcast several times a week. I definitely will be getting you notification. Hopefully at some point I have it set up where you will definitely get a, a, a bing or a tongue or whatever they call it uh, to like this particular show. And then you'll get all the information. I'm going to be on uh, quite often updating you uh, with interpretation that things have progressed throughout the course of the season. We're going to make sure that we are well informed and we're going to be good referees and you know we want to make it exciting and you can make it exciting by dressing the part looking the part acting the part and we can make people want to be part of our organization as opposed to uh, chastising us every time we look up again this is hey ref thanks and have a great day